As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. In 1936, Kansas City native Charlie Parker took to the stage at 16 years old and played so poorly that Count Basie's drummer threw a cymbal at his head. The act encouraged the saxophonist to become one of the hardest working musicians to ever live, and years later, Parker changed the music world forever. Since then, the music scene in Kansas City has gone through lots of changes, and this is a show dedicated to modern-day musicians who live and play in the pairs of the plains. From Tribune Audio Network, I'm Kendall Swank, and this is the Crazeology Podcast. a turning point, and after playing live shows around the world for years, the band is trying to decide what's next. We have stopped touring, and uh, we just needed a reboot. Um, it, um, the, the traveling was just crazy, it was just too much, and you know, we're all getting, you know, we're not getting any younger, and uh, we've got, you know, family commitments and grandkids coming up, and, and it just went, we just wanted to spend some more time at home. That's the lead singer for the band, Ian Byrne. Although their future is still undecided, the band is playing some shows like on a cruise this fall of 2019. If you're interested in that sort of thing, you can find information on their website, theeldersmusic.com. Since their creation, we've been getting eight studio albums, two live albums, and a greatest hits collection. Today, I'm sitting down with Ian and his son who plays drums in the band, Ken Byrne. And just so we're being 100% honest, Ian is also married to Fox Force Kathy Quinn, and Ken is their son. But... Before we get to our interview, let's listen to Going to Arklow off the Elders 2017 album, True. Poor immigrants are talking home, boasting to the friends, comparing stories, each the best. Legends never end. The next migration to the isle, across that stormy sea. A land is near, a friend's a dear, home will always be. And the strong table full of memories, the wise are never wrong. Great to be back in the land, couldn't wait to leave. The pride and grace of wiser man, learning how to weave and go to heart
Vikings. The war did pleased them well. Centuries of battle past had their share of hell. Nineteen arches separating fairies from the flock. The handmade bridge with shiny black miraculous and black and gold hearts. Sailors tie the knot. Potters all around the world. That logo so endear. This is my little East Coast town. I'll boast for all the dear. I'm gonna Arklow. that really got me about this song the first time I listened to it is you you say the line it's great to be back in the land where I couldn't wait to leave yeah what was it like growing up in Ireland and and how does that really kind of impact your uh your music it's funny that you caught that um and people always ask me that question what do you mean you couldn't wait to leave you know and I think it's the excitement of of uh, Ireland's always been one of those countries that we exported our our people um, it's 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 the, our main source of, of income in Ireland is, is tourism and agriculture, 
and um, a lot of the farms they have large families and um, it's pretty standard folklore that the the oldest son gets the farm in every case so then you've got all these other sons and all these other daughters that are okay what the heck am I going to do you know so so they'll go to college in Dublin and uh, I mean Ireland's a population of three and a half million people and one million of those are in Dublin so there's a lot of the colleges are there and so there's just not enough work there for a, a, a young, educated um, nation of, of people. And so we've been going to different countries and, and uh, populating the rest of the world for, for centuries. You know, so. but, and we can't wait to do that. It's just an excitement of leaving in the country and um, of going somewhere else. And I did it because of the work. And, 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 and I'm, I also had the connection of America because I met an American girl. And uh, so we, we ended up in, uh, here. But uh, everybody goes to Europe and they go all around the world, you know. So you can't wait to go. But then when you're gone, you can't wait to go home either. So, so that's what that line meant. So when you were living in Ireland, what were you listening to then that inspired your music as a member of the Elders today? You know, I loved my influences were... Well, yeah, I loved Yes, um, Yes, and God, that's a tough question. There's so many, you know. But Yes, where it, where it comes to mind, Santana, Moody Blues, St- uh, The Police, a lot of that, a lot of those kind of bands. A lot of harmony, vocal, well-sophisticated rock, well-thought-up stuff, you know. I'm not really a headbanger-type rock guy. I like more of the sophisticated kind of contemporary rock. I love jazz not crazy but rap but not crazy yeah i'm just uh and then of course kian kian's got all his different influences as well and as do uh, as, as do we all kian do you listen to irish music to connect to your roots as being a musician and having one parent from there my first instrument was fiddle so you know anything if i'm listening to music online or or come across something different um and mandolins and fiddles and all stringed instruments i will probably love it or understand it at least, and appreciate it, and like it, and um, but yeah, I with Irish music, I love it. We've grown grown up playing, you know, um, all the time. So uh, that's a huge part of the music and folk folk music and stuff. But you know, reggae music and uh, psychedelic rock and roll, Thin Lizzy, every you know. Yeah, there's lots of lots, lots of them. You know, go YouTube, all over the place. Yeah. It's kind of cool that the way music has evolved back into its simple form, I think, over the last decade or so. Uh, like, like, like the Mumford and & Sons and, and folk music like that with banjos and accordions and, and more of this, you know, the natural string, the acoustic instruments are really, really hip now. And, and, and most of them, you know, you listen to most of the stations and, and you can hear those instruments featured in a lot of the new music now, which I think is just awesome, you know. Love it. Keen, so you're a drummer and you're obviously much, you're a more modern drummer and a lot of this music, the traditional stuff at least, didn't have those parts. So when you're kind of sitting down and working with something and how do you really like look at that process of how to create something that's basically brand new um, to just even the genre? Yeah, uh, there a cu- with the genre... The stuff that elders play, there are some certain drum patterns and stuff and have nicknames given to them of uh, the dog beat and (laughs) some other stuff like that. But just play something that works with the song. Um, You know, my dad's a drummer. Uh, 
it's so that's easy for one you know two opinions or two ideas on a song and then when the elders are all together that is a kind of a meeting we just kind of throw in ideas all around yeah a lot of the more the contemporary Irish music now does feature a lot of percussion in it and uh, even even the likes of Celtic women for instance you know I mean they've got this big 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 sets of drums now going I mean it's and it's that kind of tribal gives you that tribal sense of of of, of like a whole army marching down a hill with the drums going and the music going and that uh, so I think I think drums have always been there. So Ken, you basically have been a part of this since you were a kid. So yeah. I mean, how how has that really shaped? Um, you have a new album that you just put out last year. How how did playing with that same band for so much of your life really kind of shape your own solo project? Um, incredibly, um, definitely learned how to write better and enjoy what I was writing and kind of understand the guitar and understand songs and, and playing in a band. Uh, I played in other bands throughout the years and had bad habits of looking away and not, you know, not playing with each other or playing too loud or playing too busy. And, and so just another learning experience. Let's actually take a listen to one of those songs. This is Sing That Song of Kim Burns' 2018 album, Up and Down. Hey, they're playing our song. I haven't heard it for way too long. Will you sing? Remember all the Take a Sing That Song by Kian Byrne. Kian and his dad, Ian, are my guests today at Signal Hill Studio. So you moved to the United States in 87. Correct. And then you joined the Elders in 2001. But the band actually yeah. started in 98. That's correct. So what was it like joining a band that there's already an established following and been 
playing for three years. I actually wasn't interested in joining a band called The Elders. You know, I said, what the hell kind of a name is that? I don't want to join a band called The Elders. I mean, <laughs> but I got talking to these lads, and I was in the music business back in Ireland, and then when Keen was born, and, and we decided to emigrate to America, and then I started a woodworking company here and uh, got stuck into business, and, and I, I thought my music career was over. And, and through chance meetings here and there, I ended up in the studio with the, with the lads from The Elders, and with Brent and Steve and Norm, and uh, we kind of sat around and played some stuff, and uh, all of a sudden I'm, it reignited the flame, and I said, yeah, this is kind of fun. And, and then their lead singer at the time was a very talented guy by the name of Mike Bliss, a Kansas City boy, you know, has played with all kinds of bands in, in past Kansas City history, and uh, he moved to the East Coast uh, for a career move for his family, and uh, so then they would say, hey, you want to join the band? And... I said, yeah, if you change the name, you know. <laughs> but no, anyway, I talked to Kathy, and uh, I said, these guys want me to join the band. And, and she's like, go for it, you know, go have at it, you know. You gave it up, the kids are a bit older now, so, so I joined the Elders, and here we are. It's 2019 now. And <laughs> so with the Elders, you know, you're playing with your dad. And, I mean, what's that experience got to be like? Not a lot of people can say that they've played in this band for a long time with the father you know maybe maybe siblings or something but it's, it's awesome it's incredible when when my dad joined the band i remember uh recording or listening to the tracks and playing bass and writing the bass lines down and writing the lyrics above it and giving it to him like it's going to help him learn these songs uh and i think i was a freshman in high school maybe um so loving to play these tunes they're kind of irish that i've grown up with but it's also a rock band you know uh so just kind of it was great to me and around that same time i was kind of introduced to a few other similar type bands um celtic rock type bands so i love it um and it's changed you know i've played in other bands grizzly hand in kansas city that's that's uh country like punk rock kids playing country music Mm -hmm. and i played fiddle in that band um, and definitely stuff growing up with Irish music and elders kind of uh, created ideas for me to play fiddle and grizzly, you know. So everything's kind of connected. Ian, was there ever a time where you're just like, I can't believe I have my son here with me? Like All the time. Career? Yeah, that's great, you know. I mean, the, the, the unfortunate part about being, being a professional musician is you're on the road a lot. You're away from family. You miss a lot of occasions. You're missing so many birthday parties and all those different family parties that you have all through the year. And, and I, I've missed 90% of them, you know. So that's, that is the, the part that's not so much fun. But, uh, but what made it, made it a lot easier was having Kean with us on the road. And, uh, and, we, and we've, got to, you know, we've got to travel the world, you know. We've got to see see all around America and, and experience a lot of stuff and a lot of emotions together and it's been absolutely a dream come true for every dad out there you know, I've, if I had a dollar for every time a dad comes and said man it must be great having your son on the road with you you know <laughs> I said yeah most of the time <laughs> <laughs> um, so you were saying that your guys writing process as the elders kind of everyone kind of chips in here and there oh, one, yeah. one that you work on um, uh, Men of Aaron it's a song yeah. from 2004 off American Wake um, 
you said that came to you in one night. Like, what what was going on? You know, I, I, I came home. I can't remember where. I think I was. My, I might have been at the studio or something. I came home one evening, and I was thinking about my dad. My dad had had recently passed away, and uh, I was just and we were very close. And I got, got thinking about him, and uh, this tune just came in. I just started playing that on the whistle, and and it was just a little melody, and then started writing words, and it was pretty much done in 15 minutes, and. I went the next day and to the studio and went with Steve and Norm were there and I said let me just let me just give me a G and let me just sing this thing and sang it and then uh, and then they, the lads put some harmonies on it and we just left it a cappella and then when we recorded it then we put the pipes at the end of it and uh, and it was just one of those magic moments that has, has turned out to be one of our our most popular songs ever. You know. Yeah, the song's amazing. So uh, let's listen to it. This is Men of Aaron uh, off the 2004 Elders album, American Wake. As you wonder this night, be not feared in the darkness, my heart is your light. As you go, brave men of Aaron, faith and love by your side. I will dream of your peace in the night. Please don't cry, my mother, as you sit by the hearth. I will dance your memories with joy. As I travel this land and live by the lessons you gave, fare thee well, my boy, as you wander this night, be not feared in the darkness, my As you go, brave men of Aaron, faith and love by your side. I will dream of your peace in the night. Please don't cry, my father, as you sit by the hearth. I will dance your memories with joy in my heart. I will go now and pray as I travel this land and live by the lessons you My boy, as you wander this night, be not feared in the darkness, my heart is your light. As you go, brave men of Aaron, faith and love by your side, I will dream of your peace and 
the night Please don't cry my children as you stand by my grave I have danced your memories all of my days and I will go now and pray as I travel this land and live by Men of Aaron has become an anthem. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, Keen will tell you that you, you get everybody coming up front and putting their arms around each other, and uh, it's just rows and rows and rows of people all just connecting to each other. And, and I remember one time we played it, and uh, there was this girl, she emailed me, said, Hi, Ian, uh, my husband is a big fan of yours. He's a sergeant in the Army. He's been on three tours. And um, he was asking if you guys could play Men of Aaron. And, um, and I absolutely said yes. And, and it was, where was that? It was in, it was in, um, it, it was in Colorado. It was, it was in a theater in Colorado. And we went there, and I introduced a song, and I said thank you to the sergeant. He was there in full, full uniform. And um, we started singing the song. And then he stood up and walked down and knelt in front of the stage and put his hand on the stage. And next thing, all his, his family came up and the whole theater all kind of, it was, it was tough to sing the song that night. I mean, Norm was bawling, I was bawling, and Steve, we were all just, it was crazy emotional, you know, so it was amazing. Luck of the Irish is another song that you have. Yeah. Um, what makes this song special to you? It was, I remember it was a 4th of July celebration and myself and Norm were at a 4th of July party and we were just chatting and looking at all the kids blowing up things and, uh, and Norm turns to me and says, Ian, where, where did the phrase look of the Irish come from? You know, and I'm like, and, and anybody out there that knows anything about Irish history, we haven't had a whole lot of luck. You know, I mean, we've... We've been beaten and burnt for centuries, and everybody's tried to attack us and take over the country, and it's been going on for you know thousands of years. But somehow we're still an independent country, at least most of it. But uh, we're working on that too. Two thousand years have come and gone. Many stories, hymns, and songs. Saint Patrick too. Our shores he came. He was slaved in chains. On bended knee, God takes his hand, spread his word throughout this land. With the Holy Trinity, we will be saved. We pray to our Father. Off to the wars our soldiers called Armed with shamrock up to all To keep them from harm They will wear their green 
I, I did what every man does. He goes along and you want to try and find something out, you Google it. And I literally Googled Look of the Irish. <laughs> I did. And it came back and it was just an array of information. And I, and I learned that the actual phrase, the Look of the Irish, comes from um, World War One, and with, where the Irish soldiers went over and joined up with the British Army and their mothers would send them over little, little uh, clumps of shamrock and the Irish soldiers would wear the shamrock on their lapels for good luck. So that was the wear, and that's where also where the wearing of the green, that, that phrase comes from. You hear people saying wearing of the green. That's with the wearing of the shamrock on, on the lapel of the soldiers. And that's also where the phrase, the look of the Irish, came from. So, so that song is, is kind of all about the look of the Irish. And we've been beaten and burnt and kicked, and, and we're still there. <laughs> Ken, you've lived here your entire life, but most people who know the history of the Irish know that that's the way that they were treated. So do you identify with that part of being Irish? Yeah, definitely. I I, uh, I think I love history, for one, and um, and always think about old... You know, it's, all, it's great to uh, ask my dad about granddad, who is, um, you know, digging for oil in Jamaica and all, all over the world and had his family in Ireland and what, you know, learn about as many stories as I can about that. And then back before that, what was granddad's dad and what, you know, so yeah, it's, I'm, I don't know why you wouldn't want to hold on to any reason why you're around, you know, so. That's one thing I noticed when I came over here first, people, I'd be sitting down talking to somebody and, hey, how you doing? You know, introduce yourselves and you're chatting away and and he says, so where are you from? I said, Ireland, Irish. And, and then he turned, the person would say, oh, I've got some Irish in me. And I'm like, huh? You know, and he said, I've got some Irish and I've got some Italian and I've got some of this and some of that. And I'm like, what on earth are you talking about? You know? <laughs> I just didn't get that when I came here first. And, and I said, well, you're American, aren't you? And he said, well, yeah, but I'm, I, mean, I come from Ireland and blah, 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 blah. And, and it took me a couple of years to understand that. And, and, and the passion of the Americans and their heritage and where they came from. And, and it's so cool once, once you understand that and learn it. And, and, you know, if everybody could give everybody a little break and, and give them a bit of room to practice their heritage and to wherever they're from, whatever that religion, whatever that beliefs may be, you know, this is, this is the land of, this is the free land of the world. And it's, uh, it's a, I'm delighted to be now and I'm an American citizen, so I'm, a del- I'm an American with a bit of Irish in me. <laughs> so, so that's how you di- define yourself now, then? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is my country. Nice. So, Kian, you also play in uh, Yum, Hilux, and the new, is it New Rhythm? Yeah, New Rhythm. So what's, what, what's kind of the difference between when you're playing with your other projects as compared to when you're, like, really playing with the Elders? Well, um... Some of the other projects, you know, Yum, some solo stuff of mine. Uh, New Rhythms, a reggae band that I've had for a while. Um, High Lux is a newer band, last couple years. Uh, but the Elders, I mean, the difference between all those bands is really not much. Um, I love writing music with every, with all of them. Um, Steve has recorded demos of Hilux. That kind of that's kind of where everything's kind of connected still. Um, right when Hilux started recording demos, we worked with Steve, and uh, and Mark Schaffner, another friend of Steve's, and and um, so yeah, it's it's all uh, somehow it's all connected. 
so since you've been playing with the elders for so long, are you looking forward to doing new stuff since there won't be such a big commitment with your former band? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I loved all the festivals and all the people that we got to see traveling and all the everyone all around the states that helped us with merch and just everything, you know. Um, but it's also not bad to to not do that again the next year. Uh, take a break, do something different, run into those people later. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I, more opportunities to do different things, and then the elders aren't gone at all anyway. So we were also, you know, we were very fortunate to be. We were all, uh, you know, we, we were at the top of our game. We were headlining all the big major Irish festivals all around the country, and um, also in Ireland. And it was just time. I, I, di I didn't want that to fizzle, you know. I didn't want to start going downhill, you know. So we were at the top of our game, and I said, you know what, lads, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's take a rest here, you know, and see what else happens, and uh, let's, let's put, a, put together a new chapter here. So, so we'll just see what happens. So will the Elders be your last project? Never know. <laughs> Never know. Might do some solo stuff, who knows, you know. I, I, I'm, and Keen and I are writing together. I want to help Kim with his career and I mean I think I've got something to give to him with regard to helping him edit and produce songs and uh, and also just on the business end of things too so um, I've had a lot of experience and I think I can give that experience to Kian and help him with his career. Kian, what's been people's uh, reaction to your solo stuff? I mean do people look at you as oh this is the drummer from the elders playing a side project or do they do they see you as what you're doing and the uniqueness of it i think uh well i'd hope they i hope they would um there's always people that uh are gonna have any opinion um if it's not the one that i would prefer but the people that i surround myself all the people you know it's uh they enjoy good music um i've gotten the lucky to play my solo stuff at all the great places around Kansas City that I love, Record Bar and uh, Knuckleheads and all the places. So it's fun and those venue owners, you know, um, know that I play with the elders and know that I play with the other bands and and uh, and enjoy. So, so it's awesome. I still remember the first time I saw you walking
My guests today have been Ian Byrne and his son, Kean Byrne, who are both members of the Irish rock band, The Elders. Today's episode was produced by myself, Kendall Swank, with editing done by director Mike Simpson and production assistance from Charlie Navidad. Don't forget to check out the other podcasts from the Tribune Audio Network. For an entire list, head over to fox4kc.com or wherever you download your podcast. Just search Tribune Audio Network. Until next time, I'm Kendall Swank, and this is the Crazeology Podcast. <laughs>